Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Bless the Lord, O you his angels, you mighty ones, who do his word, obeying the voice of his word. Bless the Lord, all his host, his ministers who do his will. Bless the Lord, all his works, in all places of his dominion. Bless the Lord, O my soul. The psalmist begins and ends this Psalm 103 verses 1 to 22 with this extolling expression of blessing the Lord. I hope and I pray that that would be our attitude and our, shall I say, discipline every day to bless the Lord with all our soul. He repeated this for six times to make it obvious that this is the theme of this psalm, to bless the Lord, the extolling of the Lord is perpetual in nature and universal in scope. Why? It's because of the benefits that the Lord has given him. The benefits that the Lord has done and given us are so compelling, are they not? Such as mentioned here from verse 3 to 14. Let me just go this one by one. The first benefit is forgiveness in verse 3. Who forgives all your iniquity. Well, what makes us Blessed is not because we have much money, but because God has forgiven us for our sins. Secondly, in this verse is, he heals all our diseases. Now, we might say that some of our diseases are not there, are still there. Some are not cured of cancer. Even I knew of a classmate that has passed by the, the other day. And she was faithful in serving the Lord as a kitty and teacher in Bukidnon. And the Lord called her home. And she was not cured physically, but isn't it that when she was called home to glory, that there was, or there is no cancer anymore. The healing is complete. Verse 4, who redeems your life from the pit. Redemption, deliverance. How many times God has spared us from any harm and accident, not because you are really that good, but despite of our failings and carelessness, the Lord preserved us, who crowns you with steadfast love and mercy, still in verse 4, the honor, the honor because of his love and mercy, the chesed, the loving kindness of God. Verse 5, who satisfies you with good so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. Thank God for his strength every day. When we re retire every evening, go to sleep, we will be refreshed every day with, with new strength and energy. We can breathe new air, the freshness of the day. He renewed our lives like the eagles. And as Isaiah said in Isaiah 40, that if we are like those who wait upon the Lord, he will renew our strength like the eagles. We will run and not be weary. We will walk and do not faint. The Lord works righteousness. This is verse 6, and justice for all who are oppressed. Yes, the time will come that the Lord will require or repay those who are abusive. If you experience abuses right now, you are treated unfairly. The Lord promised that he will Meet justice if you are oppressed. Verse 7, he made known his ways to Moses, his acts to the people of Israel. How the Lord led 
the nation of Israel through Moses' leadership from Egypt, crossing the Red Sea towards the Promised Land, even in the wilderness. It's just amazing to recount that story. And that story should continue to encourage us that God is always that God, or He's, he's always guiding us through so that as David wrote in Psalm 23, that though we walk in the valley of the shadow of death, we will fear, not fear. We walk passing through those hardships and difficulties of life, but we know that God is there. He's guiding us through, like what he did to the nation of Israel. The Lord is merciful and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. Wow. His mercies, his grace, he does not deal with us according to his anger. Verse 9, he will not always chide, nor will he keep his anger forever. Verse 10, he does not deal with us according to our sins, nor repay us according to our iniquities. So we are just but recipients of his grace and mercies every day. That's why one of the verses that we should remember every day is Lamentations 3.22 and 23. Although this is directly a promise to the nation of Israel, but even to us as his covenanted people, as, as his family, as born-again believers belonging to his family. His steadfast love never ceases. They're new every morning. Every day we wake up and we must expect and anticipate that, Lord, you are merciful. I will experience your grace and mercies today. Verse 11 for as high as the heaven are above the earth, so great is his steadfast love toward those who fear him. How abundant, how immense is this mercy to us, toward us. Verse 12, as far as the east is from the west, so far does he remove our transgressions from us. What a joy to know that when God forgives, he forgets. It is as if that he has thrown it from the east to the west, it's infinite. There is no stopping. That is the distance how God has removed our transgressions away from us. If you go east, there is no stopping. If you go west, there is no stopping also. There will be no time that they will cross. The Lord has forgiven us absolutely and without any trace at all. He's our Father who shows compassion. Verse 13, as a father shows compassion to his children, so the Lord shows compassion to those who fear him. God wants us to look unto him, not to be fearful because he's a judge, although he's a judge, but to, be a, to, to look at him as a compassionate father. He remembers us that we are helpless, we are dust. The compassion and loving kindness of God are highlighted by the writer here. And these are the backdrop or backdrops of man's or compared to man's finiteness. Verse 15 to 16, there is a contrast here with man. As for man, his days are like grass. He flourishes like a flower of the field for the wind passes over it and it is gone and its place knows it no more. God is sovereign and eternal but man is finite. Man, although how grand and how glorious is his life, 
in this world. It's like the grass and the flower of the field. It was it will just bloom for a while, but it will wither. And the description here of the psalm is that the place will know it no more. How many people in the past will known in the past that our generation right now can remember? Nobody. Or only very minute group of people, fraction of people only. They will not be remembered. Why man's life is brief and fragile, according to the psalmist here? It is because of the fall, because of Adam's sin, every one of us is cursed. There will be death and there will be decay. And this is the reality. Romans chapter 5 verse 12, for us by one man's sin, sin entered into the world. We are like grass. Man only exists because of God's mercies in verse 17 to 18. Verse 17, but the steadfast love of the Lord is from everlasting to everlasting on those who fear him and his righteousness to children's children. Verse 18, to those who keep his covenant and remember to do his commandments. Excuse me. His sovereignty is our assurance. In verse 19, God is sovereign. Everything and everyone, even the angels, in verse 20 to 22, are subjects to his power. A sovereign God prompts fear, if not for his mercies. When we think of how great and how sovereign is God, and we are finite, we are sinners, it's staggering. We must fear him. But because he is also merciful, we don't need to fear God as if that God will harm us. Because we are recipients of his grace and mercies, are we not? We should have been consumed by a sovereign God, if not for his steadfast love. His hand that could cross us, his big hand could wipe us out because we are sinners. We deserve his judgment. But the same hand that can cross, that could punish us, is this tender hand that can caress us, that can care for us. You think of this muscular man, mus you know, chiseled man who can pulverize rocks because he's working in a very rough place, like a construction site, by his massive hands and by massive muscles. He comes home, but he's so delighted to carry his child with it. That hand that can cross rocks is the same hand that can caress this little child that he loves. Verse 19, the Lord has established his throne in the heavens and his kingdom rules over all. Yes, our God is sovereign, but God also is merciful God. Let's not take this for granted, for this is the balance of truth that we need to Remember every day. What does this mean to you and to me today? For me, this means a lot. Yes, I can bless the Lord with all my soul, with all my heart every day. Because of what he has done, the benefits that he has done to me. Let's not forget this psalm. Meet be that 
today, we'll continue to meditate on these verses, on this truth, and keep on blessing the Lord. Let us pray. Father, thank you for your word. Thank you for this psalm. We bless you, Lord, today with all our souls because of the benefits, benefits that you have given, shown to us, Lord. Forgiveness, redemption, healing, crowning, honor. All these things, Lord, come from you. We have nothing. We cannot really claim of anything, Lord. Thank you for not dealing with us according to our sins, but according to your mercies. For as high as the heaven is from the earth, so is your great mercy towards us. Oh, we bless you, Lord, today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Mm -hmm.